Hi, Mama. Hope you're having a beautiful, amazing day. I'm so excited to jump back into this episode, um, touching on our Mom Gets Guilt series, and we're answering the question that uh, someone in the Facebook group posed. Um, not really a question, but she shared what she struggled with, and I think it's relevant to all of us, and so we're diving into it. Um, what she feels is judged, selfish, and alone, and I just think this is relevant for all of us. So this is the second part of the episode. Make sure you go back and listen to the last episode to, to catch the first part, but we are going to continue this conversation. I just felt like it was a really good, important conversation that we need to have, and so I wanted to make it into a couple episodes and hey, as, as we're talking about this, part of what we're, we're talking about really in this whole series of mom guilt and especially in discipline is being equipped and part of feeling more confident and peaceful in our motherhood comes sometimes with equipping. One, it's dismantling these lies and, and getting to the bottom of them. But often when we equip ourselves, that also is a, a crucial piece to finding that peace in our motherhood. And so I talk a lot about joining the Morning Mama Academy and making sure that you are getting everything inside of you in line and not letting your old wounds from the past dictate where you're going in the future. And I love that. It's super important. We're going to give more details about when that's uh, the academy is starting again soon. But another academy that I'm equally as passionate about uh, that you might have heard me talk about before is the Systemize Your Life Academy. This is created by Chelsea Joe. She has an amazing podcast. And I would love for you to use that as well to equip you. If you feel like you are just so overwhelmed in motherhood that you uh, don't know how to keep up with the chaos in your home or of your schedule, you don't know how to have, find time to pursue calling, you don't know how to find time to pursue healing, she has an amazing academy that has changed my life. That's the only reason that I share it with you is because it has changed my life. And so if you need that, if you feel stuck in the overwhelm of the day-to-day, -day, this is for you, the first tier, it's four tiers. First tier is all about systemizing your your productivity. So it's really like getting your life in line so that you can make sure you are cared for holistically, not just in random moments of self-care where you go and get your nails done, but day in and day out, week in, week out, that you are caring for yourself so you can show up better for your family and for yourself. Um, and, and getting the time blocking in there so that you're not feeling torn in all directions constantly. And that has been so helpful for me. I can't even talk about it. Uh, tier two is all about your business. So if you have a business or maybe you uh, work from home, um, whatever it looks like, maybe you do ministry work or volunteer work, it's all about getting systems and your productivity honed in in your business. So that was super helpful for me as a business owner. Um, and if that is you, I think it's going to be helpful for you as well. Tier three is all about getting your home in order. So getting the clutter gone, getting the systems in place. You're not endlessly running around in circles trying to clean up after everyone and you're just exhausting yourself. And then tier four is on your marriage. So it just really touches on everything. It's so helpful. So I just want to share it with you because I am all about it. Again, it has changed my life. If you are interested, go check it out um, on systemizeyourlife.com, I think. Maybe it's chelseajoe.co. If you just search Systemize Your Life, you'll find it. She also has an amazing podcast. But type in the code MORNINGMAMA. Sorry, I should have had that, that link ready for you. But if you type in the code MORNINGMAMA, you'll get $100 off, which is so exciting. So I hope that y'all jump in. You need some equipping. All of us need some equipping. So figure out what area that is for you and go get the equipping. Okay, that's all I have to say. 
let's jump into today's episode. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. another one. So maybe you feel selfish because you don't love every single second of motherhood. (laughs) Okay. So here's the thing. You're not supposed to. You're not supposed to love every single second. No. Even in in every different part of our calling, because we're called to, you know, we're called to be mothers, we're we're called to be wives, we're called to be um, God's children, not in that order again, but um, we are called to these things. And in all of those things, there will always be hard things about that that we don't want to do, that are uncomfortable, that hurt a little bit, that that just we kind of dread. <laughs> That's just part of what God wants to do in us, really, because it takes that perseverance to get through it. It's, he's going to use that to equip us and shape us and, and mold us. And so even even if you got your dream, you have your dream job, the thing that God specifically called you to, even in that, there are going to be things that you do not like about it, probably that you hate, that you want to avoid, but they're part of your job. And the same thing as being mothers. There's going to be stuff that's hard. I mean, who loves changing a poopy diaper? Like, if you do, you're lying to yourself. I don't even think anyone would lie to themselves in that. Like there's just no, you know, and it's not just that, right? Sometimes the monotony of um, meals and cleaning, right? And sometimes even the playing can feel like something you don't want to do. And that's okay. It's probably just not a part of your gift mix. Like, and this is something I think I've talked to you guys about it a lot before, but you know, example for me is I don't always love to play. Now, sometimes I have fun like doing imagination with my son and we get into some cool things, but generally, and, and I, I choose to play, like I, I choose daily to play with him because that's important. That's that's part of being a mother, but I don't always love every second of it and that's okay. But what I do love every second of is when I get to teach him, when I get to teach him about God's word, when I get to explain uh, the gospel to him, when I get to explain um, discipline to him, when I get to explain and unpack these spiritual um, ideas. Like I love, love every minute of that. It lights me up. So I just have a different gift mix than the other mom down the street who loves to play, but has no idea how to even begin unpacking God's word. And maybe that's you because you're here to get some ideas about that. And we're going to actually have, um, some guests soon to, to help you get some more ideas for that. But I just want to say, you don't have to love every single thing. You have different gifts, and I bet you, you love certain things about motherhood. You have specific things that you're so good at that you're made to do, and those light you up, and the rest might drain you a little bit. That is okay. It is normal. Part of fulfilling our calling is that we have to daily choose to be in it, to do the hard things, and then to choose gratitude. 
to choose to find the good in it, to choose to see what God might be doing and not focus on how hard it is and how frustrating it is and all of those things. Okay. So I, I hope that encourages you. Um, okay. Last one of this part of selfishness, uh, I kind of already touched on this, but <laughs> if you feel selfish because you don't want to do crafts, I always bring up this example because if you haven't heard, this is me. Do not love to do crafts with my children. I rarely do them. Luckily, my mother is incredible at it. So <laughs> when she's around, they get to do all kinds of crafts. And then there's preschool and church for that as well. I mean, they get crafts all day long. It's great. And I think for a while, I kept feeling like I needed to do that. And even in certain moments, I'll feel that. And, you know, sometimes we'll take out the Play-Doh or the sidewalk chalk, like simple things like that I can totally do. Um, but in terms of like getting out the paint, like it just, you know, it's just not me. And that is okay. You don't have to love every task. And that just goes back into the last thing I was talking about with we each have different gifts. And so just to accept those gifts that you have and accept that you're not going to love some of the other things. Okay. It's okay. And you're probably so awesome at things that I'm not. Maybe you love crafts. That is incredible. Your children are highly blessed because of that. Okay. So, and God gave you the children, the exact children that you need. So the children that you have probably need those crafts. They, they need you as a mother, whatever your gifts and your strengths are and whatever your weaknesses are. They need you as a mother. God, God chose them for you. So he knows what he's doing. Okay. So I hope you can see how this works. You take these lies, you unpack why you specifically believe those, and then you hold those to the light. You say, where did this standard come from? Is this something I made up? Is this my parents? Like, even for our parents, we can't just take what they think and make it our standard. We have to just take God's word. And so, you know, even that uh, list, I always share with you the prioritization list of first we're children of God, then we're wives, then we're mothers, right? Even taking that can kind of get rid of some of these lies that fuel our motherhood. And even just remembering who God says we are. So whatever the lie is, just hold it to the word of God and see what he does. Okay, to unpack a couple more, we also have feeling alone. Now, I think I have a whole episode or maybe two on this because this is such, a, again, a pervasive belief in motherhood that can easily take over. And I, it is such a lie. <laughs> I know me just saying that isn't going to help you. I'm going to unpack it. But it truly is. Let's just think like practically first. If there are a, a million mothers feeling like they're alone, just in that means that they're not alone, right? Because if there's a mother down the street and a mother uh, across the street and a mother two blocks away and a mother uh, three streets down that all feel that way, that inevitably means they're not alone. They're all in that together. They're all feeling the same thing. They're all in that. And, you know, let alone just the truth of God is always with us. He never forsakes us. But I understand that loneliness that motherhood can bring, especially if we're staying at home and we don't have coworkers and we're just with our kids day in and day out. Maybe our spouse works a lot. And so it really feels like we're alone in this. And if we let that lie permeate our thoughts which will then permeate our actions, then it will be this self-fulfilling prophecy. I feel alone, and so therefore I am alone. 
And so we've got to nip it in the bud. So I want you to take that same process. I want you to ask yourself why you feel alone. Do you feel alone because you don't have mom friends? Do you feel alone because you only spend time with your children? Do you feel alone because you don't share what you're going through with anyone? Or, or, or you even could, you might phrase it like this. You feel alone because no one knows what you're feeling. Dig into that. Why do you feel alone? What is the root of it? And then bring it to the light. So let's go with that last one. You feel like no one understands what you're feeling. Okay, so then my question is, have you told anyone what you're feeling? Because remember, there's a mom two houses down that feels the same way. There's a mom across the street that feels the same way. There's a mom two blocks over that feels the same way. And so they know exactly what you're feeling. Not exactly, because we all have different situations, but the isolation that comes with motherhood is very familiar, even with the different nuances because of our different situations. It's something that unites us. And so have you tried talking with them about that? Have you pushed into relationship with them? Have you sought out friendships, whether it's in your church, in, in small groups, whether it's in your neighborhood? Like there are so many moms feeling that same way. And it's this lie of being alone that keeps us alone. Because when we let it define us, then it's like, well, I'm alone. So I might as well not share. I might as well not pursue relationship. I might as well just be in this because this is the truth. I'm alone. What? Why would I try? And so this is, again, where this... Uh, restoration theory really comes in handy because we dig into what the truth is and that we create your peace cycle, which if one of the core feelings that you have is alone, this is going to show up in many of your relationships, by the way, but we dig into that truth. And so what is the actual truth about that? The truth is you're never, ever alone. Like God will never leave you or forsake you. And you're surrounded by people that are walking out the same thing that you are that have the same struggles. So it's like you actually could not be more connected. You actually have more in common with them than maybe with anyone in any season of your life. I mean, there's almost nothing more connecting about motherhood. I mean, even if you like see someone walking down the street, right? It's an immediate connection. Oh, how old are your kids? Oh, wow. Okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Such a process. They're so close in age. Oh my gosh. How are you doing? How, what's your birth story? Oh, how is it going? Oh yeah. It's so challenging adding another sibling. Oh, like, you know, you could go on and on like motherhood holds so much opportunity for connection and just immediate, easy connections. Like this, the small talk is created for you. You don't have to work at it. It's just like sitting there on the surface, like visibly like, wow, you created these humans. Oh, I created these humans. Cool. Let's talk about it. (laughs) Right. And so, and then you got to remember again. And if you didn't know this, I'm glad to be the first one to tell you, although I feel like you've been hiding under a rock if you didn't know this, but this is something that almost every mother experiences in some capacity is feeling alone, feeling isolated. And so if you're feeling that, I bet you if you press into relationship with that mom that you're seeing walking down the street or seeing at the playground or seeing at uh, school pickup, I bet you they're wanting relationship too. I bet you 
they want it just as much as you do. Now, there will be times where there are people that are at their capacity with relationships and, you know, they're not really open to another one. That happens. But generally, I think in this season of motherhood, people want that, especially if they're not, you know, connected in their church. And um, they're, you know, there's there's so many places where people want that connection. And you'll know, you can sense you know, for a season, and I've shared this with you guys, but for a season, I was staying at home with my son. And in that season, I I felt this at first, like, okay, I'm kind of alone. I don't know how to make mom friends. I like, I'm new to this mom thing. And so I started going to the park every day. I mean, mostly for my kid, but when we were there, we would start making connections. And then when I would walk down the street, I would see another mom in the street. And instead of just saying, hi, how's it going? And keep walking, I would stop and be like, hey, how's it going? What's, how long have you lived here? Hey, how old are your kids? Hey, what, like, you know, all those mom questions that we can so easily get to. And I pressed into a relationship with them. And I have a whole episode on this, but then I had this trick that I did where (laughs) to make mom friends and to build that community and, and to get to pour into them as well. But also just to make those friends, I would ask them, I would invite them to a mom wine night. And I started having monthly neighborhood mom wine nights. And so it made it super easy to be like, hey, I have these once a month wine nights. Um, You're welcome to come if you want. I can take your number if you want to. No worries if not. And then it just made it super easy. You can also make the the ask like, you know, um, like you're getting dating, which totally is normal and say, oh, hey, we should get together and have a play date, you know, and see what they say. I'm like, okay, yeah, let me get your number. Like, it's okay to do that too. But for me, a lot of times I found it easier and especially then I could collect like a lot of mom friends by having these once a month wine nights. So okay, my encouragement to you is if you're feeling alone, see where that lie has come from. And I want you to to really reflect on what you've done about it. What have you done to fight it? What have you done to dismantle it? What have you tried in order to not be alone? Now, I know with the spouse, if you feel like you're parenting alone, that that's a whole separate conversation. And I want to have a, a whole episode on that another time. If you feel like you're solo parenting, that can be really challenging. However, the, the same thing goes to you as well, because if you have a group of mom friends that are supporting you and surrounding you, you're not going to feel as isolated. There's still going to be times where you're like, you can feel the weight of the burden you're carrying for your family. However, then you reach out to one of your mom friends and say, hey, can you pray for me? I'm feeling it today. And they'll be like, oh, I feel it today too. Can you pray for me also? I, I feel like I'm doing all of the parenting, okay? So the same answer is to you as well. And so my encouragement to you is to press into the relationship. And it's okay if it feels awkward at first. It's okay if it feels scary, but that's how we do it. And just remember, she's probably feeling a lot of the same things that you are feeling. So be bold and just think of the gift that you're giving her as well. If you take that step of boldness, because you know, she's probably wanting that mom friend too, but doesn't know how to get it. It's too scared to ask. And so don't be afraid. Okay, and then the last one that this person brought up is feeling judged. Okay, now again, I want you to ask yourself, why are you feeling judged? What is going on that makes you feel judged? Where What is fueling this belief? Have people literally told you you're doing a terrible job parenting? Now, I know some people where their, their parents would say that to them. So I can understand that feeling of judgment. However, we still have to hold it to the light of the gospel and say, okay, is my parents' standard God's standard? But I imagine for most of you, 
that judgment feeling isn't coming from people actually telling you you're doing a terrible job or you're doing it wrong. Most of the time, it's something that we work up in ourselves and we just feel like people are judging us. We just assume they're judging us. Probably the root of it most often is that we're actually judging ourselves. That's the root of it. We're constantly telling ourselves we're not good enough. We're constantly telling ourselves that we don't know what we're doing. We're constantly telling ourselves that the other parents are doing it better. So I want you to look at yourself. Is is that your story? Are you judging yourself? And if that is you, Again, let's look at what is fueling that. So we have a belief that we're fueling, but but what else is pouring into that? It's a little bit like what we talked about um, on the last episode of the mom guilt is, is it because you need to be equipped in something or is it just solely this lie or this comparison issue? And so look at like, when do you feel the most judged? Is it when you're on social media? Okay, you're probably stuck in some comparison and um, that's not healthy, right? There's That's something you need to, to figure out how to cut out. Maybe that means no social media. That's okay. You don't have to have social media to be a thriving, amazing adult. In fact, I think most of the time it makes it easier when we don't have social media. So figuring out what those things are. Maybe it's certain people you're around and they're they're constantly judging other people. And so that voice is in your head. And so then you begin assuming they're judging you. And um, I mean, really, if they're talking about other people behind their back, they're probably also talking about you behind your back. So it's not really a far leap, but that's none of that is healthy, right? That's pouring poison into you. That gossip is um, a sin that's really going to hurt you. Um, whether they're talking about you or not, it's not something that you is going to help you to stop judging yourself if you're a part of that. And if you're participating in judging other people, that is also when you're alone or even in those moments um, underneath it all is really going to be fueling that judgment of yourself. And really, if you are someone that often judges other people, it's going to probably be because you first judge yourself and you're trying to kind of avoid that or uh, mask it in something that's a little bit easier to digest. And so it's something that you need to pay attention to. But I really do believe a lot of this when we do get fully equipped in um, some methods for parenting and and being very rooted in the Bible as our source, I really think that helps take a lot of this away because we're more confident. We we stand on firm ground, right? We're building our house upon the rock that is Jesus. And so we're not constantly questioning ourselves. Now, there's still going to be moments of that that the Bible is not going to tell us in every single little moment what to do, but it's going to give us a path and it's going to give us direction and it's going to give us some framework to use. And it helps so much to feel more confident in your parenting and to take away some of that judgment and to allow yourself to really just know why you're doing those things, why you've chosen them, know the mindset behind it instead of feeling you need to defend yourself or even trying to answer for yourself why you're doing that. And so maybe you need to be equipped in some parenting methods. Uh, Maybe you need to be equipped in terms of regulating yourself and understanding your own pain and how that's showing up in your parenting. Going back to a lot of what we talked about in the last Mom Guilt episode, so make sure you lean into that. But figure out the source. Why do you feel judged? What is fueling that? And then hold it to the light of God. Hold it to the standard of the Bible. Does it stand firm or does it fall apart? We want to only have these standards in our lives that are based in God's word. 
The rest we can burn up, burn them down. Okay. All right. Let me pray for you. And you know, whatever you're feeling, I just encourage you to do the same process with it. Dig into it, dig underneath it. If you need some help, I would love to help you with some coaching. Send me an email and I can uh, let you know my rates. But wherever you are, make sure you dismantle these lies. Maybe it's inviting a friend into that and they can help you. Maybe it's inviting a mentor, a pastor. Just make sure you dismantle them. Don't let them live on because they're stealing from you and they don't need to be there any longer. All right, God, I thank you for your truth. God, I thank you that we can stand firm on it. God, I thank you that you have given us everything that we need to pursue this calling of motherhood, God. And so I just pray for clarity over what that looks like, God. I pray for uh, just specific, tangible, practical things for each mother that she needs to do in order to dismantle these lies. Lord, I pray you would speak to her and that your truth would just ring louder over all of the lies. I pray for fresh eyes to see the lies that have been happening that each mama can recognize them and recognize them for what they are, God, that they are a lie, God, and show her how to dismantle those, God, in the name of Jesus, God. We thank you that your power is bigger and stronger than anything that tries to come against us, God. But when we have you, we will always stand strong. So I just pray for more of a leaning into you, God. I pray for biblical truth, Lord, that they can stand firm on. You would just guide them and lead them to that truth, Lord. And we just thank you that we can trust you. We thank you that you're leading and guiding us in all things, God. And I just rebuke shame in the name of Jesus and this guilt that is unnecessary. And God, we thank you for your goodness and what you're doing. We just pray freedom from this for every mama listening, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Love you, mama. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you. Oh,